speaking of our trip to bear country, uh, one thing I don't think I mentioned to either of you guys, well, I know I didn't mention to either of you guys, was that earlier last year, I wrote to Mike and asked him if he could if he could fill us in on the story behind the Berenstain Bears Save Christmas. Oh. And I was going to talk about it at holiday time. And then I was like, I didn't know really know how to make an episode out of it. So I was like, well, I'll just wait to talk about it until I talk to you guys because uh, yeah, I hadn't told you about it. So I thought I would like, I'd be interested in hearing your thoughts on this woolly little story. <laughs> Do you remember Mike when he told us that it was quite a tale, the story of the Berenstain Bears Save Christmas? Yeah. I do remember him saying that there was drama or, or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's really interesting. So the long and short of it is uh, it's all tied into Stan attempting to get the feature film off the ground. Um, oh, yeah. And how Spielberg's company wanted the rights to the Bears, but he wanted to own the brand. Uh, he wanted like Universal wanted to purchase like the brand of the Berenstain Bears, and they were like, "Well, no, we don't want to sell like all the property rights to the Bears." Sure. So, what ended up happening was they made this deal with Nelvana when they were making the PBS series. And Nelvana had the rights to the to make cartoons based on the Bears, including. Nelvana is the one that did the workbook that I bought, the hundred dollar right. workbook. Oh, great! And that yep. workbook. Then the workbook came out when the PBS series premiered. That's yes. the, yeah. That would so make sense. Uh, so, so Novana had the rights to make animated shows based on the Bears, including a movie, if they wanted to. They had film rights, except un unless it was a film based on a play. So the idea Which was. Which is. Well, because they made Save Christmas into a musical. So the idea was yeah. <laughs> you create a musical for the theater in yeah. order to make it into a movie. And then you can get around that contract stipulation. Oh, goodness. No way. So, but, <laughs> but the Stan's idea was that he thought the best way to proceed was to first publish a Christmas book that you could then turn into a musical, which could then be turned into a motion picture. <laughs> and he's and Mike says that was the origin of the Berenstain Bears Save, uh, Save Christmas, which was originally titled How the Berenstain Bears Saved Christmas as a parody of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, like they, it was nice. originally, I guess, supposed to be a much like a much more blatant parody of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, uh, this was around the time when Rand, like, there were things were falling apart with Random House, who refused yep. to publish the book, um, but they really wanted to, to publish it as a large format hardback, like they ended up doing. Uh, and so when they accepted the Harper Collins deal, they didn't have an exclusive deal with Random House uh, for publishing, but they made a deal with they made a deal with Harper Collins, and that kind of just ended their relationship with Random House. Uh, they published the book. Uh, no one thought it was uh, – Mike particularly says he doesn't care for the book. He doesn't think it turned out very well. Yeah. And it didn't sell well. Right. No. Uh, he says, the rhyming was awkward and my illustrations were not too good. I was inexperienced at that point in elaborate full-color scenes within my parents' style. Uh, plus, HarperCollins over-inked the printing to pump up the vividness of the color. 
<laughs> but he says he says the book sold quite well. Oh, it oh, did. But it says well, Harp- it, I, it it went out of print pretty fast. It says HarperCollins promoted it as such a publishing event that it was overordered, oh. resulting in substantial returns after the Christmas season, and that it never recovered, yeah. and then it went out of print several years ago. Um, Fun fact: the first time I met Stan and Jan, well, the only time I met Stan and Jan. It, that was the year that that book came out because I remember there was this huge display at the bookstore and they were doing a book signing specifically of Save Christmas. And that is the one book that I have from that day oh, wow. that I have signed by them. Oh, yeah. So uh, that's kind of cool. Well, so now Stan is like, all right, we have this book. It's doing all right. Let's make a show. And so he offered it to an Omaha theater who were like, that's cool, but we don't want to pay to do this huge production. So Stan actually partly financed the show. Uh, it was one of the last things he ever worked on. And, and this is the part that, uh, that kind of tickled me. I mean, it's kind of sad, but it says, unfortunately, the show got a negative reaction. It was an intensified and exaggerated version of the book with some very dark fantasy about the commercialization of Christmas. It scared children. <laughs> After Stan's death, I worked to create a revised, toned-down, more child-friendly version, which was produced the following Christmas, and after that, it was not produced again. Uh, they had trouble getting the film off the ground because of Nelvana's control of the rights, uh, and that's kind of where we came in with him talking about just trying to get this Berenstain Bears book made, or the book series made into a film, like... And they've tried. He tried to get the play in made into a movie, but no one was really interested. Uh, and yeah, now it's just kind of it's just kind of going through the studios, and they're still they're still negotiating a film. Brad, we have a script, but it's not. Is it? It's not for this musical, is it? No, it's for the. Um, yeah, what's the script for? It might be for the just the regular stage play, the um, the one that you know was in New York and then was on tour. Okay. Um, I, I should look here real quick because there, there was there's been a couple of Berenstain Bears musicals, haven't there? Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to like. There was an actual published script that you could get for a while through one of the theater publishing houses, like Samuel French or right. Play Scripts or or one of them. So what's I'm the just... one? What's the one that was narrated by a cowboy? That I don't know. Because there's this one script that I used to see like the like promotional shots from i think it was the first musical they ever did it's narrated by a cow like a cowboy comes out and he's like howdy folks i'm here to tell you the story of the berenstain bears and i was always like that's a random wow. a weird a weird like like way like pull, let's pull in these kids with this character who's not even in the books well <laughs> maybe it's cousin tex no it's a human like it's not even supposed to be a bear oh <laughs> oh well that is weird yeah yeah family matters the musical is like the big berenstain bears live show correct oh, yeah like and that's the one that's based on first time books so right. you know like messy room and get in a fight and all of those yeah yeah but yeah there was a musical before that with a cowboy <laughs> i, I didn't know. know about that one i don't know uh, a berenstain bears a bear country musical is okay what it's called uh, as far as uh, as far as the uh, yeah Cowboy Joe dramatic publishing puts it out. Dramatic that might be the one that I have. Yeah, yeah, Dramat- that sounds right. Yeah, that dramatic- sounds right. I'm the world's foremost expert on the Berenstain Bears guitar strumming Cowboy Joe, 
is the show's <laughs> stage director, introducing and commenting on the play's five episodes, which are based on five classic Berenstain Bears books. 